0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Junk Baller podcast. My name is Michael Greenwood, as always,
1: and we have a very special episode for you today. But, Kevin, how are you? Uh, baseball-wise, not so great, but otherwise, um I- enjoying some blueberry cobbler ice cream. Yeah, you tried to get me to pick that up for you before I came over. I did. I tried to do some emotional tugging, and it didn't work. No, uh, I was
0: not having it because I was late. I'm not normally a late person, people. This was... Uh, not my doing, but, um, I had to rush over here to get, to do this podcast, but Kev wanted me to pick up ice cream for him.
1: Well, I was emotional and I wanted ice cream and well, that's one of my go-tos when I'm emotional. This podcast is going to get emotional. Well, I got a quart of ice cream, so. <laughs> <laughs>
0: that's not enough. <laughs> um, but yeah, so yeah, your team's not doing too well, is it?
1: No, neither is yours. No, it's not. I watched the game yesterday. It was <laughs> pretty brutal. But
0: giving up thirty-six runs in three days to the Dodgers. Yeah,
1: thirty-six runs.
0: Yeah, it's ridiculous. But Harper had a good game personally. Yeah, my fantasy team liked it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But that was no. Um. Yeah, no. We we'll get into that in team talk. Uh. But yeah, that was. We have a very special episode for you. This is something that we've a topic that has been at the forefront and something we've been not delaying but something that we've really been looking forward to because it's kind of the um one of the biggest topics in today's uh baseball world um but before we get into that and team talk kev do you have a fun fact for us or do i need to come up with one
1: no i got it you have Um, one okay good and it ties into our topic somewhat um i wanted to try and find something that was interesting, but also relevant to our discussion. Uh, like you said, that this is probably one of the or- original topics when we first came up with the idea of the podcast almost a year ago. At this yeah, point. Um, mm-hmm. so I wanted to talk a little bit about the longest professional baseball game. Oh, oh, okay.
0: I might know this. I might. I don't know the teams, but I think I might know how long it was.
1: Go for it. Okay,
0: I know it went. Oh, it, it, it spanned over two days mm-hmm okay i think it was in the i want to say the 70s or the 80s the 80s 80s okay i want to say 82 81 okay Ooh, okay i'm yeah. close um i know the final score was in the 20s i no. Nope. no okay maybe that was the total time it was in the tw- 223 hours or something like that 23 hours <laughs> okay maybe i was wrong <laughs> maybe i was wrong not 23 hours good gosh what where, i'm thinking 23 of something Okay, tell me. Okay, yeah, yeah, that, yeah. I got, I got so the year in the... The,
1: the. the game was in 1981. Okay. It was a game between the Pawtucket Red Sox, the Triple A affiliate of the Red Sox, and the Rochester Red Wings, who were the affiliate of the Orioles at that time. Oh, okay. So this is minor league. Yes. I was thinking major league. No, no, no. This is the longest professional period baseball game. Oh, okay. It was 33 innings, with and it lasted eight hours and 25 minutes. They played 32 of those innings on the night of April 18th 1981 going into April 19th they played until 4am i believe yeah 407 they ended it after 32 innings cuz the players were getting delirious Oh, my gosh. Gained gain sleep-deprived. There were 19 fans left in the seats when they ended the game. 19? Yeah. There was <laughs> Seems 19, high. There were 19 <laughs> fans. But, but for the next day when they tried to complete it, there was a sellout crowd because everybody heard oh, about yeah, how absolutely. long it was. Yeah, yeah. you want to be a part of that. Yeah. But that that game only lasted, like the second half only lasted an inning and 18 minutes. Oh, my gosh. Uh, ending finally in the bomb of the 33rd inning. Um there were two Hall of Famers involved in this game uh, because they were in the minors at the time. They came up to oh, the okay. Majors soon after. One for the Red Sox, the other for Rochester. The Orioles? Yes. And this was 81. Mm-hmm. Roger Clemens? No.
0: no. Uh, no. Okay. Who did Clemens come they, up
1: with? Think of hitters. Okay. Uh, too, He's a pretty uh, prolific hitter. Was it too early for Ripken? Ripken was one of them. Oh, Okay, What? was. He was with the okay. Orioles, All yes. Right.
0: So then the Red Sox won... 80s hall of famer
1: he played for the yankees and the rays also and the rays mm-hmm. He had a oh st- wade boggs yep wade boggs <laughs> 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 wade wade boggs uh uh got 12 at-bats in that game he got four hits in an rbi and Ripken had 13 at-bats with two hits okay it was 33 innings yeah
0: oh my goodness
1: so uh i don't think I mean, it seems like the game did well for Boggs' batting average. The Rickens took a hit after 13 at-bats. Oh, How long total duration, like, time-wise was it, did you say? Eight hours and 25 minutes. Okay. Wow. Gosh. And, uh, yeah. So, there was 704. The attendance at the beginning was 1,740 people. There was, I think it's, what I say, 18 at the end? Man, well, you know what, what? Nineteen. They
0: wouldn't have had the game in it if they didn't have the pitch clock. No, like,
1: and you, the people that sure. stayed all received season or lifetime passes to the stadium.
0: That's awesome. What?
1: <laughs> you, you're listening MLB? You, you should you should do that. And, and <laughs> that, that's one of the reasons why you should never leave a game early. Exactly, never leave a game early. <laughs> um. So I just googled the
0: longest game in major league history real quick, and I think it it just goes by the amount of innings that it has. Mm-hmm. Um. It was 26 innings, but it it took almost four hours. But I'm like, that's nothing. Really? Like, some of the Yankees Red Sox games. Was it like a game in the 20s or something? In 1920. Yeah, Yeah. that explains it. Um, But then I think.
1: It probably ended due to darkness. Like, they didn't have lights at the time. Yeah.
0: I know there was another game where it lasted longer, but it wasn't 25 or uh, 26 innings. But that was. uh, Okay, so I was thinking of a different game when I was guessing the, like, 1980s. So, completely different. It just happened yeah. to guess. Um, uh,
1: the longest game I've been to personally is 14 innings. Uh, it was a Yankees-Blue Jays game back in 2007. Roy Holiday was on the mound, actually. Legend. He Legend. was pitching a shutout, and it was 4 nothing in the ninth inning, and he ran into trouble and in the bullpen came in. They pretty much blew the lead for uh, Roy Holiday, and they went to the 14th. Uh Brian Bruni, do you remember this? Brian name? Bruni? He was a reliever for the Yankees at that time. He gave seven. Yeah, he gave out the home run in the top of the fourteenth, and um, it was straight depressing. You mean like Clay Holmes? <laughs> yeah. We, <laughs> yeah, yeah, why
0: don't we uh transition into team talk uh for a little bit? I mean, right now, if you're paying attention to baseball, the Yankees are currently in last place, but they're also are they above five hundred? fifth. They're seventeen and fifteen right now. Yeah, so, but they're in last place in their division. Where yes, th- that division is ridiculous. Yes, but yeah, we won't talk too much about team talk because both our
1: teams are just miserable right now. But Kev, if you want to explain what's going on with yeah, the Yankees. Speaking of which, um, pretty much everybody's out. Uh, all their <laughs> big guys, Judge's out. Yeah, Donaldson's out. Stanton's out. Um, you you mentioned Donaldson's second in
0: the big guys category.
1: That that's because I, I have a list of the IL right now. Oh, okay. He's what, what came off. So I, I didn't know previously that he was. Yeah. I mean, Theter just came off of the I. L. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So that's that's a big plus. Uh and uh also our our uh, rotation street beat up. Severino's out. Rodon's gonna be out for a while. Uh and we just I just found out that one of our relievers is getting Tommy John surgery in his no, not the wise guy, even though we are, we did lose him too. I think he had a bone spur. Uh, it was uh, Trevino, Trevino. Oh yeah. I Lee did Trevino. see that. Yeah. I did see that.
0: Yeah. One thing that I saw with uh, the Rodan update is that, yeah, he doesn't have any pain. He just, it doesn't feel right. I'm like the, I saw a tweet. It was like, Oh, he's literally fine. He just not, f- he, the vibes aren't right. I'm like, what, what do you mean? He doesn't feel right. There, there's no pain. Like, I don't know what that means How, Like as a, how are you supposed to explain that to people? Yeah, I'm not, I don't have any pain, but I just don't feel right. Like, what is that supposed to mean?
1: I don't know. But that, that Montas Trevino trade is certainly working out great so far. 100%. That's, that's one of the bear trades I can remember in a while. Who did uh, you send back to the A's? I forget. I think some prospects. Okay. Um, but, it just shows in that line of without Judge and Stan and those guys, they can't hit. Yeah, yeah. They they score like two or three runs a game, and it's like the pitching has been standing out. I mean, Cole, he's just been he's the pitcher of the yeah. month in the American mm-hmm. League. He's, he's been, been fantastic. Great. Mm-hmm. He's been holding things down. Their pitching has been keeping things relatively down. I mean, yeah. uh, despite Br- Br- Brito, I mean, has had a rust start here and there. That he's new. Yeah, and he has potential there Mm -hmm. um but i I feel like they still need to kind of just float at that around that 500 mark until Mm -hmm. everybody comes back yeah
0: and i i don't think this division is going to be everyone above 500 the entire year i just don't think it's possible no like it's with the new format of the schedule you could see teams with a better record per division but i don't the Red Sox are a big surprise, in my opinion. I don't know. I don't think I, it's gonna last. No, the the Orioles. I think they'll f- slowly fall down a little bit, but I they're they're really do, doing pretty well. Yeah. But um, I think it'll be the Rays and Blue Jays at the very top, and then the Yankees if they got to get back to being healthy. Yeah. But I think the Yankees are probably the three team right now, just with how everything's shaping up. Yeah. Um, because I I don't think I want to root for the Orioles. I, I love the Orioles. One of my favorite, probably my second favorite team. I think I've said that before, maybe. But I just, I think the depth and the uh, experience will slowly... um to tier or transition to the older, more veteran teams. And I think that the, you know, as the season progresses, like the Yankees will just slowly creep back in. I think the Orioles will still be good.
1: But. I, I think the main thing just for the Yankees is getting their guys back. Yeah, um, I agree. Yeah. And just maybe trying to make some moves in the back end for players that can, you know, yeah. hit. <laughs> yeah. Because nobody can, I mean, Rizzo's been the big guy right now in that lineup. Yeah. He's been doing well. Yeah.
0: He tried to steal a base the other day and that was a bad idea. Yeah bad idea
1: well judge tried to steal a base the other day too and that didn't seem like a great idea either no no but something really cool happened is that
0: mv3 came back and if you don't know who mv3 is you should watch more baseball price harper came back for the phillies and then the first game he struck out three times and looked you know just a little bit off but then the next game yesterday was it yesterday yes yeah, yesterday uh so, on base, all five times and got the tying run, but then they blew a freaking. Oh my gosh. It's this team, so frustrating. allowed 36 runs in three days to the Dodgers. Dodgers are hot right now, but oh my gosh. Just, the pitching has been so frustrating. Nola hasn't been Nola sharp. Wheeler hasn't been, he's been okay. Uh, you know, Strom's been decent as the fifth starter pickup. Um, Town Walker blew up. Who did who blew blow up against? He blew up against. Was it, yeah, it was against the Dodgers. Um, and Billy Falter, I I have no clue. I even I don't even know. He's
1: faltering. Yeah, exactly. Yeah.
0: So funny, ha! Um, but you know, we got above five hundred against the Astros, and then. We lose the last game of the series. I'm like, okay, we're going to the Dodgers. You know, the Dodgers aren't doing as well. They just started a they swept who did they sweep before? I can't remember. They swept before the, the Phillies series, but then the Dodgers just seem to Dodgers are hot right now and they're yeah. just, they're about to face the Padres. But
1: that should be interesting.
0: Yes. Kershaw's going for me tomorrow in fantasy. But yeah, the uh the Phillies are frustrating right now. So both our teams frustrating to say the least but it's a long season yeah well we're i think we're in terms of you know like in other references to sports i think we're in week four of or like week three or week four of like the nfl season or something like that after a month it's i think they have like these weird calculations or something like that but you know one month in it's pirates are in first place in their division tampa's in first place in their division uh Baltimore's three or four games above 500. Um, The Cardinals have the worst record in the National League. Who saw that coming? Yeah. I personally, I had them as a World Series contender for me. I was picking them to be the NL representative. That's not happening. There's no way a team that's 10 and 21. Oh, they lost today, too. Jack Flaherty gave up 10-earn runs. (laughs) I saw that on fantasy. Mm. Um, But uh, not for my fantasy team, thank God. But. I think it was like negative 22 points or something. like yeah,
1: that. And the Rangers lean the AL West out there. Yeah, but the Grams on the IL. Yeah. And there's been
0: a lot might be a good transition to our uh our junk ball section is you know, there's been a little bit more
1: injuries I think with pitchers. I, I don't know, have you noticed? Uh yes, I have. Uh I mean, I noticed even on my team <laughs> as as we discussed.
0: Yeah. So if you haven't guessed the topic yet, it's about the pitch clock. I wanted to discuss this. I wanted to take hold of it and and lead the charge as to why the pitch clock is terrible. Terrible, terrible, terrible. But I'm going to go through my entire thought process on the pitch clock from when it first happened to win to here we are now, and my thoughts on it.
1: take it away, Charles.
0: It's Michael. <laughs> so when they first instituted the pitch clock uh, rule, I was not in favor of it at the start, the very start. Baseball was the only sport that didn't have a, didn't have a clock really, other than golf, but even then that's not it's a, that's a solo sport. This is team sport. you know, basketball has a clock, tennis doesn't have a clock right that's but that's a solo sport i guess you could do doubles but like yeah. as a team sport soccer has a clock baseball uh, basketball has a clock football has a clock all those team sports clock hockey clock baseball you never know what's going to happen you can you can have an at bat last you know 10 minutes or something like that and i was worried that it's going to get rid of the the pureness of the game and the overall just difference that it is from other sports. But I wanted to give it a shot. I did. I was like, you know what? The game does need to change. It was becoming too much. Too many analytics. Just overthinking everything. Too much time spending on certain things. Didn't want that. I was like, so I'm I'm eager to see what it's going to (sighs) do. Keeping myself calm here. When they instituted the rules, and I saw all the rules, I was like, this is not going to work well for just the game itself, not the fans, the game itself. It's going to be not ruined, but it's going to be altered in a way that I don't think is good for the sport. I know I'm going to sound like a real boomer with all this, but Mm -hmm. it's just the facts.
1: And you look like one.
0: I know. I'm wearing flannel hat. We, whatever. I don't care. I don't know if that's not what a boomer looks like. I don't know. Anyway, fast forward to where we are today. You know, I, I was, at the beginning of the season, I was, like, seeing, okay, it has some benefits. I liked the games were faster, and I'm going to go through some statistics and everything in a little bit. Just kind of want to get my my thoughts out. Mm-hmm. Beginning of the season, there were some glitches uh, with how everything was going you know it's the new rules you got to change it you got everyone has to adapt i was okay with that and i was like okay games are shorter i like it mm-hmm. it's good it's good for baseball in the in the overall sense that's fine but as i've seen it played out through a month now i hate it so much so 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 much <laughs> I would trade another half an hour of baseball to throw the pitch clock into the freaking stratosphere and never have it ever again. <laughs> never again. Now, again, I'm okay with... I'm. There are some benefits to it. The games are quicker. I think that's good for fans specifically, but only fans. Let me see. Take a second. This is... Well,
1: well, let me fill in. Yeah, um, <clears throat> I was against this from the very beginning. Yeah, and I and I was when they implemented it, and I am mm. now. Mm. Um, and it's similar to why you disagree with it. I think it's contrary to the very nature of, of the game of baseball itself. Mm. Yes. Um, just the idea of having a clock and a timer to run things and make them "quote unquote" quicker mm-hmm. just kind of throws things throws things at off yeah. it's weird it's when i was watching the games in spring training it just didn't feel right i mean yeah. games fell a lot quicker i'm like wow we're already in the seventh eighth inning of this game mm-hmm. we're two hours in yeah this is going by fast but then you realize you see that like the hind home plate or in like the little score thing they have on tv they have like the 15 14 yeah. 13 12 and i'm like this just doesn't feel right yeah
0: now again i want to reiterate I don't mind the games being an hour and 55 minutes. There was a game that ended today an hour and 55 minutes. I don't mind that at all. It's fine. I don't care. That doesn't bother me one bit. It's not too short. I think that's just how it is. I don't care if a game is three hours and 30 minutes, okay? It doesn't bother me. The time doesn't bother me. I think that games being shorter is good, but how they went about it I think is not good, and I don't think that Manfred has a grip on what uh, is going to be good for the game moving forward because it doesn't sound like they are willing to adapt based off of what I've heard from uh, just stuff online and uh, rules. But were you going to say something? Okay. So I'm going to go through the the rules. I'm going to go through some statistics that have come out after a month throughout the season, okay? So here are the new rules for the pitch clock. If you haven't, if you most of you probably know this, but the pitchers will have 15 seconds to throw a pitch with the bases empty and 20 seconds with a runner on base. Now the clock starts upon the umpire's discretion for that, which I think is hard for pitchers to understand because then they don't know exactly when, I think it's like when the ball gets back to the, like after a pitch is thrown, the ball gets back to them. Um, uh, and then hitters, because this involves them, hitters will have to be in the batter's box within eight seconds of the pitch clock. But the, here's the thing there's no pitch, there's no clock for the batters. It's just they have to be within within eight seconds. There's no like batter's clock, you know. So it's up to the up to the umpire's discretion with that, which I don't like. And then I have some so many thoughts because there's just in the last day, there's just been so many things and I'm like, that's dumb. Okay. Uh how it's going to be enforced. If a pitcher has not started the motion to deliver a pitch before the expiration of the clock, he'll be charged with a ball. If a batter delays entering the box, you'll be called uh, a strike. That's fine. I think that's, I think the penalties for that are fine. I don't think that it's any, um, you know, too harsh or too, uh, lenient on penalties. I'm cool with that. Mm-hmm. What I'm not cool with is how the umpire's, Discretion has been with this. Um, you know, they've they've left it up to the umpires to, you know, if a batter hasn't um, gotten in the batter's box enough time. Like, I think the f- one of the first ones was Manny Machado. He got in the box. He was in the box, but he wasn't looking up at the uh, at the pitcher within eight seconds, and he got called a strike. It was strike three, and he had runners on base. I am like, how did do, how does the batter? Like, it was, you got to allow some leniency. It wasn't like he was outside the box and, uh, you know, not paying attention. Like, he just hadn't put his head up yet. But because he hadn't put full 100% focus on the batter or the pitcher, he could call it a strike three and change the complexity of the game. The umpire should not be in charge of how the game is uh, played out like that. Because that changes the entire complexity of the game. I had something else to say. I can't remember what it was, but
1: well, I'll fill in. I mean, yeah, I, I do agree that I'm not like having the games go quicker is not that much of an issue to me. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, it was one of the things that did kind of bother me was how long games were going for unnecessary reasons. I mean, I'm looking at here as late as 2011, games were under three hours. Yeah, and in 2021, games the average game was three hours and 11 minutes. Mm-hmm. So like what changed between 2011 and 2021 in the 10 year span that made games an extra 10 minutes longer? Mm. Or if you even go back to games like that, you go back to the seventies and the sixties, games are two and a half hours. That's the average time. It's the focus on the analytics and, you know,
0: the more pitching changes they're using the relievers more. So there's more pitching changes. Uh, But they're taking their time, making sure that they have the right calculation and the right batter, the right spot at the right time, and it adds up. So that's why it's taking a little bit longer from when it was, you know, early two thousands.
1: Well, it's a lot of extra time in between pitches. Really. Yeah, it's like yeah, exactly. You you step out of the mm-hmm. batter's box. You take a check. Sw- you take like a practice swing. Mm-hmm. You fix your gloves. Mm-hmm. The you know the pitcher has to step off the mound thirteen times in a bat. Yeah. Like shaking off the catcher, mm-hmm. you know, just like it's, it feels like it takes a minute or two just to get the next pitch going. Yeah. And I don't know how much having a clock, I mean, it fixes that problem having the time in between pitches, but how, how much is it affecting everything else? Are you, you're fixing the problem, but you're creating, you're a, creating more problems. More, pr-
0: you're creating a, um, a dangerous game of, you know, a, not, a, not a slippery slope, but just how much the game is going to be changed moving forward.
1: Oh, no, I think, no, I, I would use the term slippery slope here because you see all the rule changes this year and all the other rules that they're proposing. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. we become a game about, well, if we implement more rules, the game will go quicker and people will get watch baseball more.
0: Yeah. Okay. I'm trying to regain my composure and figure out exactly what I was going to talk because I had a lot of
1: thoughts. Yeah. And um, by the way, if you if you're ever in Berwyn, Pennsylvania, to go buy handles during the summertime, they have blueberry cobbler ice cream. It's I very, it's highly recommended. It's very
0: good. Very, 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 very good. Um, okay. Okay. Uh, pitch clock. The here's what I would change to that the the rule for the fifteen seconds and the twenty seconds that's what this is what I would change mm-hmm. this is one part instead of fifteen seconds for runners uh, bases empty I would do twenty seconds and then I would do twenty five seconds with a runner on base or I thought about just doing twenty seconds just as a flat thing because I feel like when there's twenty seconds on, twenty seconds and there's runner on base you actually see the pitcher <laughs> kind of just come to a set and take a couple seconds just to like mess with the batter and mess with the runner. And with the pitch clock now, like with no runners, um, you know, it's just you see less of it where the pitcher is not in control of the game. You know, you would have, you know, Pedro Martinez, Craig Maddox, Roy Halliday, all those guys. When they're on the mound, they're in charge. They're not letting everyone else dictate what's going on. They're in charge. And that is something that I the pitch clock gets rid of. They are the pitcher is not in charge of the game. It is harder for the pitcher to take over a game and control the batters and how they are feeling. There's no manipulation in it. It's not a it's not a as much of a battle of back and forth between the batter and pitcher. It's, oh, I gotta get this before the pitch clock expires. It's a battle between the clock, not the pitch a battle between the pitcher and the uh batter. And that's something that has been
1: bothering me. Have you noticed when uh pitchers have been pitching with the pitch clock had more than pitching, say, like, out of the stretch as opposed to, uh, like, their normal movement.
0: Which is weird because uh, with the stretch, you have to... It's when you lift your leg. But with (laughs) the wind-up, it's when you step back. So it actually hurts them a little bit. Like, look at Craig Kimbrell. You know, he's got a slow setup, and it's from the stretch. He takes his time. Like, he's always down to one, two seconds it almost, even yeah. I mean, he's gotten a couple of pitch violations too. Um, oh gosh, it's yeah. I well,
1: well that, that's just another angle I'm thinking yeah, about it because I it think, affects pitchers' motion. I think a little
0: bit uh, to that is you've seen pitchers because they're trying to repeat their command uh, mechanics, mm-hmm. and if they have two different types of setups with the stretch and wind up, like you, Darvish, he he got rid of his wind up and just going from the stretch. Mm-hmm. It's to repeat the mechanics so that way he's not. Um, it's just repetition, muscle memory, all that stuff. So that way, he doesn't have to do, do different types of uh, um, right. deliveries, basically.
1: Well, well, I know it's still super early to determine how much of an effect it has on hitters, but I yeah. mean, ru- runs and hits per game uh, are slightly up. Oh yeah, yeah. From twenty twenty two. Yeah, I was gonna get
0: in. I was gonna get into that.
1: Yeah. Um.
0: Okay, I'm trying to think. If there's anything else I want to add to the that? Um, yeah, because. There's also uh, disengagements that is evolving with the pitch clock, too. You only have two disengagements uh, from the mound. So say if, um, you know, you're running out of the pitch, like a batter, you know, um, not a batter, you just get the ball back and you're trying to regain your composure before you pitch the next batter. You have to get on the mound and then step off to get regain that time because you're going to get a ball, uh, a ball added to the account. And I don't like that. It, the feel of the game has it's it's lost it's lost uh, and you i think a good prime example of that was during the world baseball classic when we saw that there was no pitch clock, but the games were fun
1: oh the games are great,
0: yeah, and I'm not sure if the, i mean it was a small sample size yeah. and you know it's a it's a showcase but with the pitch clock with the especially during the playoffs, I'm really eager to see how everything is because there's no it's there's no like dramatic pause, like, oh, what's he going to throw? What's he going to do? It's crap. He's got to get a throw in in 15 seconds, and he doesn't know what throw he's going to – that's another thing. Like, these pitchers have to think four or five steps ahead. You know, I don't – I don't like labeling myself a former pitcher, but I pitched in high school, even though I would have made the college team, but I quit. I just – someone who loves pitching, I hate it so much. You can't control the game, and I know I'm going to sound really just whatever. I'm, I'm sounding like a boomer, old guy, like oh, you know, he's just one of those guys is, doesn't uh, is old school. I'm like, yeah, because it's messing with the game of what the essence of baseball is.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: <sighs> okay, so I'll go through some of the statistics of uh, as a result from the game. Yeah, the pitch clock. Last year, the average MLB game length was three hours and five minutes. Mm-hmm. I admit that's a little bit long for a game that doesn't have a lot of action. I'll admit. I, 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 I don't think that's good. Yeah. This year, it is down to two hours and 36 minutes. Mm-hmm. 29 minutes difference, which I think is good. So in essence, for the pace of play, it's better. I agree with that. I, I can agree with the speeding up the game so that way it makes fans a little bit more um you know interested
1: fun fact yeah. uh, that's the fastest average time so far for a game since 1985 games have not been that fast for yeah. over 30 years almost 40 38 years yeah
0: so in that sense yes i agree i'm all for it a thing that's also been good i'm just saying all the things that have been good about it okay uh Fans uh, are averaging, fan attendance is averaging 26,753 per game. And that's just all around MLB, which is up 5% compared to last year. Now, I don't know if that's because certain
1: teams are doing better. What, what side are you looking at? Because I'm looking at a uh, baseball reference here, and I got uh, like 200 fans less attendance per game in 2023 so far. Uh, that might count. So this was a couple days ago. that i got
0: this okay
1: um well i mean maybe taking the a's out of the equation that's what i was thinking yeah (laughs) because they had like a
0: thousand people at the game yesterday um yes (laughs) um (laughs) uh scoring is up compared to last year stolen bases are up and uh they that's good and mlb TV viewership, I believe, is up, except for ESPN, which ESPN sucks. Well, no one
1: wants to watch Sunday Night Baseball anymore.
0: I the miss, broadcast is terrible. Miss John Miller and Joe Morgan. I miss them so much. Rest in peace, Joe
1: Morgan. I, I saw that they moved up the Yankees-Red Sox game to a Sunday Night game next month, and I just sighed. I'm like, no, mm-hmm.
0: Now, I, I don't have this... I, I, I'm i sorry. I'm sorry. I wanted, to, Yeah. I don't know what to say to that. <laughs>
1: no, I'm just adding
0: some levity. Yeah. I don't have the statistics for the injuries, but I remember seeing an article where, like, injuries seem to be up with the pitch clock for pitchers, and it worries me because they don't have... I was talking with Paisani, and, you know, he said that there really shouldn't be a correlation between, you know, the rest recovery in between each pitch and, like, the overall longevity of a pitcher through nine innings if you wanted to do that. So that has nothing to do with it. But it could be... I don't know if it could be mental and then they're just not being smart. I don't know. Preparation wise, they're not being smart with it. Maybe. I don't know, but it seemed like pitcher pitchers injuries are up a little bit. Um, you know, it seems like every day I get a new guy that's getting Tommy John.
1: I mean, I f- that's a problem going back for before the pitch clock. Though I feel, and yeah. I think that's more of an emphasis on velocity rather than control, and they're blowing their arms out.
0: Yeah, and I'm not saying it's a direct correlation. I'm saying that was something that I've noticed, and yeah. it was something that I saw it on Twitter. I can't remember if it was MLB or the Athletic that posted something about uh, injuries being up. It seemed like um, okay. So I got some statistics. So in in retrospect, MLB is fixing the problem of pace of play. There's more action per minute. That's good. But I'm talking about the overall essence of the game of baseball and changing how much too much too soon. You know, there's a lot of changes this season, just a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm all, I was all for the the stolen bases. I'm glad stolen bases are up. I love that rule. I, I was okay with, I think, uh, is it? Was it? It's Lar-
1: too- like enlarging the bases. You mean?
0: Uh, that no, I think it was more of. Um, maybe it was. I can't remember.
1: Well, I, just, I know they made the bases I, bigger.
0: I, I know, and that with the disengagements, because it takes away some of the strategy of a like you know the on the un- not prepared. Because now it's just like okay, this guy's thrown over twice. He has to throw. He has to pick me off now if he's going to get me. So I like the action of the game, but I just don't like the limits on everything. It's it's making the game.
1: <sighs> well, I mean, this is it's just s- such a small sample size right now because we're a month into this season yeah. with the pitch clock. Um, the, so you,
0: you, you know what it is: the players are not in control, and that's I think ruining the game. I th- it, it's 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 putting a damper uh, a damper. With, I don't know what the word is. It's it's not tampering. It's just putting D- damper
1: a damper is a y- decent word Yeah. It's dampering the game
0: overall. Sorry. I interrupted you continue.
1: You're- no, I, no, I was just saying it's just such a, a small sample size right now. So we are not exactly sure. Yeah. The full consequences yet. Mm-hmm. Um, Which is why I'm a bit doubtful as to like the actual fan interest right now. Yeah. Um, games are definitely shorter. You know, I'm, yeah. I'm bo- like, I'm okay with that. Um, but, I mean, like, I'm still looking. There's still, comp- like, the it's not that dramatic of a increase or decrease yet. So, I kind of want to wait out before I actually say, like, hey, fan interest is starting to come back into the game of baseball. I agree. I agree. I
0: do think we play it out through a year. I mean, you got to play it out through the year and maybe even a couple years just to see, you know, whether or not, and that also has a correlation between you know the teams that are actually interested. You know, the Phillies have had be- better attendance this year compared to the other years, but that's because we made the playoffs last year. You know, they the World yeah, Series, yeah. And you know, if this was, say, if uh, the, the Rays are in the playoffs, they're in their playoffs every year, but their attendance was up a little bit, and with everything, but. Uh, it, I don't know if it has a correlation between the pitch clock.
1: Yeah, I heard they're being pretty daring and open up their third deck for the first time in years for yeah. the Yankees series. It's going to be yeah. full of Yankees fans, but hey, it'll yeah. drain people in. Yeah. So <laughs>
0: do you know anyone that is more of a general baseball fan that has watched more
1: baseball because the games are quicker? Not that I'm aware no, of I don't know anyone. I mean like when when like even like when I go to work and I talk about the podcast or like baseball, they there's still not a whole ton of interest in baseball. Yeah. It's not their Mm-mm. it's not their sport to yeah. watch. So these are some of the things that got me riled up today. Is it related really to the pitch clock? Yes, it's related to the pitch clock. Yes, pitch clock.
0: Pitch clock. You saw the rule or you've seen, you know. Over the course of this last month, certain players have gotten standing ovations coming back to their previous teams and they've gotten just a roaring standing ovation. Cody Bellinger, Andrew McCutcheon, there uh, was one there was one other one. Oh, Tiescar Hernandez for Toronto. He when he went back to Toronto. And then there was a couple more. Some of the batters have had to use their timeout so that way they wouldn't get a pitch clock violation because a standing ovation was happening. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. The umpires need to, you don't need to mess with the audio. Just, I'll, I'll, be, I'll figure it out. I'll, I'll be quiet. I'll be quiet. I'll be, I'll be quiet. The umpires have no feel for the game. I'm sorry. If you see someone give giving a standing ovation, if there's two or three seconds left and the guy's not in the box, just give, let him give a second. The catcher's not even ready. The pitcher's not ready. Come on. It's ridiculous. That, that, one, that one really got me going. And also, I think most of MLB fans agree that the umpires have no discretion with this. No. So, yes. MLB decided to step in, which is the dumbest thing ever, with this problem, where players are having to use their timeouts. Uh, Magi, the, or Maggie, the guy that spent 13 years in the minor leagues, gets to his first major league at bat, and he gets a standing ovation. He gets to call pitch cl- uh, a timeout. Yeah. That's the dumbest (laughs) thing ever. So dumb. So MLB has decided to step in. Mm -hmm. And they've said, oh, hey, if you want to have a player on your team or an opposing team get a standing ovation, you have to let us know within 24 hours notice before the game so that way you don't get a pitch clock violation. Oh, my gosh. What? That's so freaking dumb. Like, how can you call yourself a professional sports organization and you said, oh, yeah, hey, you got to put this record, you got to put this, it's like filing something to HR. It's like, (laughs) hey, yeah, you know, you got to fill this out if you want to have a standing (laughs) ovation from the fans when you don't even know if they're going to give you a standing ovation. Like, why? Just let the feel of the game. There's no pureness in that at all. Like, when Cody Bellinger got a standing ovation, he had to call a timeout. Mm Mm-hmm. You need to turn to LA. That's so bad. McCutcheon was the only one that I believe that didn't get a pitch clock or uh, had to call time because the whole stadium erupted. And I think because he was McCutcheon, yeah. but I mean, it's Cutch. I love Cutch, but that was the stupidest freaking article that I've seen where it's like, and yeah, this is what you have to do. It's literally finally a thing to HR. That's what the closest thing that I can do to it. So that's, super super dumb for the game the fact that you have to do that there's no there's no pureness okay that got me going like that was terrible and that goes along with you know the umpires have no feel for the game they're like oh yeah you, you know you, you can't do that like a certain player gets injured or like injured like they're like you, you they care about player safety they have to be aware of the situation it happened yesterday. Bryce Harper gets on in the ninth inning. There's two outs. He just walked, or uh, no, he had a base hit, and he's wearing a brace on his uh, on his uh, right arm after the Tommy John surgery. Yep. But he doesn't wear it to hit. He wears it when he's on base. Mm-hmm. He gets to first base and he has to put it on. You know, he's taking off his batting gloves, giving it to the guy, getting ready so that way he's run, he can run and be safe on the bases. Castellanos had to call a timeout because Harper couldn't get his brace on in time. What? He's on first base. Give it another 5, 10 seconds so that way he's safe and doesn't get hurt. MLB, you really want Bryce Harper getting hurt again and missing baseball games? Give it 5, 10 seconds so that way Castellanos doesn't have a call timeout when the the, top of the ninth inning when they're down one run. So he had to call a timeout. So Castellanos is, doesn't have a timeout and he's facing um, Gratterall, who throws 101 with like 20 inches of run on every pitch. It's ridiculous. I'm like, how can the umpires, like, hey, no, he, why does he have to call time for that? Like, he's let the freaking bat, the runner get ready so that way he has time and be safe. It, they've lost all feel for the game and it's bad. It's it's the little things that add up. I remember at the beginning of the season, um, Pete Alonso, there was a foul ball. He was on first base, and it was a foul ball, and he was going back to first base. A strike was called uh, on the batter from the umpire because Alonso didn't get back to first base in time. And I'm like, what? Wait, it's a foul ball. Like, give it a little bit of leeway. Like, it's not like Alonso was like walking super slow, like he was in quicksand or anything. He was just going back to the bag. And I'm like, I was like, that I hate the Mets, but I felt bad for them because that was a dumb, dumb rule. So overall, I think the pitch clock has bothered me more because of the umpires, maybe, because the speed of the game is great. I'm okay with that. You can't just sit back and relax and watch a game anymore because there's just so much action, which is a little bit different. I'm getting used to that. But I don't like the fact that a pitcher. I'm just kind of sum up, summing up, summation. No, that's as you can see, I'm very good. Summing up, I'm summing up my points with everything. I think I have a couple other things that I'll I'll fill in, but I kind of want to get my overall thoughts coherent right now. Umpires have lost a feel for the game with the pitch clock. That's the number one problem right now. The pitch clock is. Too quick. It needs to be twenty. Either needs to be twenty seconds overall for runners on, runners with on, runners off base, or it needs to be twenty and twenty-five seconds respectively. That's how I fix that. Okay, I'm going blank right now. I think. So, do you like the pitch clock? No. Have I made myself clear? <laughs> so again, I want to reiterate. The pitch clock for fans, good. Pitch clock for baseball, bad. That's the best way I can sum it up. The umpires are making this game worse with how there's no feel, there's no, and there's no leniency on everything. It's a learning curve. I know they're trying to be strict with it. Oh, by the way, oh, to add on to... I know there's just With the MLB, or I'm sorry, the Phillies... Contacted MLB about the thing last yesterday with Harper being putting the brace on. They said, "Oh yeah, no, we're not making any exceptions or anything." I'm like, "What? There's no exceptions for players who are currently still not 100 percent." And they're like, "Yeah, no, you, you got to be ready. Like, he's walking down to first base. Like, it, allow some leniency with it. It's just I can just see someone or something happening where it is." So it makes MLB look really bad with how the pitch, like a game's going to be decided on it. And if this happens in the playoffs, so so this happens in game seven world series and a batter. It's the top of the ninth inning. Like that's going to bother the heck out of a lot of people. And it's going to be bad. It's going to be really bad. I have a lot of other thoughts, pitch clock. I'll probably bring it up a little bit throughout, um, throughout other podcasts. But, and I'm, I also want to say I'm open to it being, you know, changed a little bit and adapting, but if this is what it's going to be to stay from now on and they're not going to make any changes to like, you know, have some feel for the game, then this game has become very robotic and it's not good. There's no, there's no, you can't romanticize about baseball anymore. It's like, oh, you gotta get well, the pitch clock, you gotta get the pitch out, you gotta get a pitch out.
1: Well, baseball is a sport. Major League Baseball is a business, and yeah, the I the know. responsibility of Major League Baseball is to cater to the fans. Same thing with like the the teams we love, the Phillies and the Yankees. They're they're baseball teams but they are also businesses, and if there's not fans coming in with, sh- with their short attention spans, they're not gonna be watching the games. Yeah. Um, And I'm not doing this to diss every sports fan out there, but the general feel is that, you know, we live in a culture of self, you know, instant gratification. Yeah. Where we kind of just need things right now we need immediately. That's why there's such a draw to football and basketball Mm -hmm. because there's something always going on. Yeah, You know, basketball, there's always like that clock. There's always the movement of the ball. Same thing with football. You maybe have like a shorter amount of time between downs in football. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, you, no, that was just yeah. what I was going to say.
0: The pitch comms. I totally forgot about the pitch comms. It feels like they fail every game. Like, I'm sorry, there's no, like, it's just robotic. Like, oh, yeah, I'm going to transmit it to my phone, like, to my earpiece and everything. Oh, yeah, I, I don't like that there's no strategy into, like, you know, picking which pitch next and everything. You know, they probably have a little bit of strategy, but there's no, like, oh, this guy just swung at this or... Y- I don't know the full extent, but it's getting. I think it's too much too soon. I think for me, in in a general sense, it's just you know. <sighs> the, the pitch comes. I hate the pitch comms so much. Like there's a lot of things if, you don't
1: like. Yeah, apparently, yeah. You
0: know, I, I love baseball. I love baseball. You know, I I love the Phillies. <laughs> yeah. Um, but the pitch comm, it just seems like oh yeah, like this it wasn't working, and the umpires are like. Oh yeah, you no, know, it's gotta work. That was a strike added. I'm like, Are you serious right now? Like the, the technology is failing and they're adding a strike to it? Like, there shouldn't be a penalty for a pitch pitchcom failing. Yeah. It's the dumbest thing.
1: Bring back the trash cans. No. That'll make it easier.
0: Gosh, they got whatever. <laughs> but um so a little fun thing to add to the end of all this uh rant, if you want to call it that. MLB is also going to be grading the <laughs> the bat and ball girls, the bat boys, ball girls, whatever you want to call them, on how fast they can retrieve equipment on the field. And uh, I'll just read it exactly verbatim on uh, MLBTradeRumors.com. dot com. Bat boys and bat girls will have standards applied to the responsibilities of retrieving equipment from field of play. As part of the pace of play efforts, the league can. League can ask clubs to replace them if they are deemed not quick enough. So you better get in shape, everyone, because if you're too slow, you're going to get fired.
1: Uh, what's quick enough? I don't know. Like, can you imagine? Uh, it's like, just at the, the discretion the, of the team? Yeah. Just like-, like,
0: can you imagine getting a call from MLB and you, you're the Phillies or the Yankees. You get a call from MLB and they say, oh, hey, that that bat boy that you have, um, he's got to go. It, he, he was five seconds too, too slow. For uh, for that game, you, you got to let him go. You got to get someone faster. Can you imagine that for five seconds on something that is so minuscule that is no, it does not matter to the game at all. But the fact that ball back boys and ball girls are getting judged in MLB instead of just like doing their job and just trying to keep the balls off the uh, the field of play. Oh my gosh.
1: So what's the fun thing you wanted right up to end That
0: it? was the fact that the freaking <laughs> bad boys and ball girls are getting judged. Like, what's so that's so dumb. It's so funny that the fact that it's happening, but uh, it's just oh my gosh. I, to, all right, I just wanna so. I just wanna say over and over again, uh not I'm not gonna be negative right now. I love baseball. I can the reason why I'm mm-hmm. so passionate about this is because I love the game of baseball so much. Mm-hmm. I don't want to see it go down a road where it becomes robotic and there's no f- feel for it. You know, baseball is romantic. And when you take something and you make it more time-oriented and you don't let it play out the way it's supposed to be, you're going to lose the feel for it and the essence of what baseball is is going to change. And I just don't like the way it's heading. Again, I'm hoping hoping that Maybe they make some tweaks to make it a little bit less drastic, but as of right now, I do not like the pitch clock
1: and neither do I though' it's oh, yeah, my like fr- to... though it's my firm opinion, I don't think it's going away
0: no, it's uh, not going away i don't want to be fair, I don't want it going away. I don't think once you instituted it at this i don't yeah, want it going it's, back it's not going i back. don't want that. I just would like to see some changes and tweaks to some of the stuff, possibly. Yeah. Like, just a little bit more time and a little bit more feel for it. That's that's my that would be my two things, yeah. So, end rant, junk ball, pitch clock segment done. I don't like it, <laughs>
1: <You> know, <laughs> So, uh, you, I mean, I think you uh gave it its pound of flush for sure. Uh, I gave it a pounding, is that what you're saying? Yeah, and. <laughs> So is there is there any other opinions or hot takes that you want to really beat up to end our podcast today? Oh, that's
0: right. I have a I have a hot take. And it's not really that much of a hot take. But I had I had a I had a thought. But I don't think it's going to happen. This isn't my hot take, but I was like Bryce Harper's going to win be top 3 in MVP voting. He missed a month of the season, but he'd be finished top 3 in MVP voting. That but it's not, I don't really think that's much of a hot take because he could could easily well be that there's been plenty of players that have you know missed a month of the season and been mvp but that's not my hot take that's not my hot take okay. that was just a thought i had why what were you gonna say nothing just
1: okay i'm just judging you yeah, over kev, here kev i'm is judging not, you silently kev as is not
0: happy with me right now he's he's he looks so exhausted from me exp- uh, no, degrading I, 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 the pitch no, clock I, I, and I'm,
1: I'm just that uh, that psychiatrist who's just sitting there while you're ranting and raving around the room throwing things I, and I
0: held it back I, I did I held it back I there were a couple times today that's because you're in my place <laughs> there were a couple times at work today where I was just like oh my gosh I hate the pitch clock so much Just it just gets on my nerve yeah. okay so to close out I'll do a hot take and I want to hear your opinion Tampa Bay will set the new record for most wins in a season, passing the Mariners who had 116 wins. I don't know how many they're going to get, but Wrong. they they will pass the Mariners for 116. They will have at least 117 wins. Tampa Bay Rays, absolutely they will.
1: Yep, even in the division that they're in.
0: Yes, I think that's my. I mean, it's a hot take. Like it's think could
1: about it, it's 107. What you said surpass the Mariners surpass the Mariners yes they had 116 wins correct right Um, so they need to win 117 games in that division
0: Tampa Bay currently they they have the most wins uh above 500 through this amount of time since the 84 Tigers I think I think I saw that today
1: they didn't get to 116 wins
0: no so the Rays are 26 and 6 okay uh let's see here we go I'm reading the story right now uh uh the victory the, seal, the victory sealed the Rays' sixth sixth sweep of the season and proved their record to 26 and 6 making them the fastest team to reach 20 games over fi- the fastest team to reach 20 games over 500 since the 84 Tigers did it in 20 game 28 games. Uh okay. Okay. 1901. Okay. They the Tigers started 27 and 5. Okay.
1: And they won the World Series that year the Tigers the 84 yeah. Tigers did. Yeah. So, I mean,
0: and I don't know. Like, again, it's a hot take. I think that if I were to go with it, I could totally see it happening. Now, the rest of MLB, maybe not because 116 wins is a lot of wins. It's a lot of wins. But I could see them getting to 117. They're going to be over 100. You think so? Do you think that?
1: Uh, I could see them approaching the upper nineties, re- eclipsing a hundred at the rate they're going.
0: So you don't think that they're almost like a hundred lock win, a hundred wins
1: lock for sure. They could probably win a hundred games. I wouldn't say that. Like, but because, I, I feel yeah. like they just got off. They got off to such a hot start, and I'm curious to see if that's something they can continue doing throughout the rest of the year.
0: I mean, they just swept the Pirates, and the Pirates are in first place. And now again, it's the Pirates. We it's, don't know if they're for sure. Yeah,
1: but. They, I mean, because did, they played Toronto and Toronto beat them. It was
0: up. a two out of three. Toronto took two out of three from them, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's one series, but then, you know, they've handled yeah, they've, the, they, the, hand, the, the Rays. Here's the thing. I'm not saying they haven't been yeah.
1: a good team, I'm not taking that away from them, but they, like, especially early on, their schedule was really weak.
0: Here's a quote from Bobby Cox, a former Atlanta Braves manager.
1: He said this to Mark
0: DeRosa. I remember this specifically because I remember an interview, or uh, it was in MLB The Show or something like that. Great teams, you you beat the bad teams, okay? You beat them easily. You take two out of three or sweep them every time. Yes. When you're a great team, all you have to do is play 500 against the good teams, and you'll be a great team. Because if you're if you're going 500 against, you know the the Blue Jays. Um, who's another great team, the Braves, you know, if you go, if you have a four-game series, you split two out of two, but then you go and sweep the uh, the A's and everything, you're going to be up there with being great teams. Right now, the Rays are cl- clobbering the bad teams, not just, like, beating them. They're clobbering the bad teams. And they lost two or three of the Blue Jays, but that means they've only had four other losses, in the entire month to other teams, and I think that shows that right now right, they're hot right now. I admit, yes. and I think that I'm going to ride this hot streak that they're on and say that yeah they're going to surpass 116 wins.
1: If they can continue this until the middle of the season, I'm yeah. saying my expectations high. If they can do that, then I can yeah. I can get on board a little more with yeah. it. But right now, I still think it's a bit early for me to really agree with that yeah
0: you have a little bit of bias because they're in your in your division
1: well the bias is not against the Rays as a team it's just more that the division's really good yeah if you mean it that way
0: the division is really good and also they haven't had really any injury issues so far with the rays they had efflin was out for a little bit but other than that i can't think of anyone oh they oh they had uh they had one of their starters go out for tommy john i can't remember his name but yeah he had tommy john but yeah They've overall been fairly healthy, unlike the Yankees. And that, that shows. Like, health is a big factor into how teams do. Like, Harper had, was missed the entire month of the season. Uh, you know, rain, we don't have Ranger throughout. Uh, haven't We haven't had him. Yeah,
1: yeah. The, for a while, the Yankees were the only team that didn't lose a series in April. And then all their players got hurt. And yeah. they then kind of teeter and Ex- said. Exactly. So that, that's why I also mean it gives credence to, like, you know, the baseball season is a marathon and not a sprint. Yeah. You're gonna have those ups and downs. So when but the when the ra- when the rays do when the rays do hit a bump in the road, and eventually they will. All teams, even when they win 116 games, will hit some sort of bump. Yeah. It's how they come through that bump that'll determine their greatness as a team. Yeah. To me.
0: it is a marathon and not a sprint, but it's a much quicker marathon with the pitch clock.
1: <laughs> uh, things are coming around 360 <laughs> degrees, as Jason Kidd once said. <laughs>
0: Uh, if you have any comments or, um, I don't know, just any comments or anything, I don't know what
1: the, yeah. Uh, if you, if you really like what we said, or you just absolutely hate it and think we're total trash garbage, um, <laughs> g- give us a like I, and subscribe.
0: The first person I'm thinking of that's going to be like, yo, you're a boomer is Taylor. Taylor is going to be like, he, after he listens to this, he's going to be like, yeah, you're just a boomer.
1: <laughs> oh, I don't think he liked the opinions we gave in our first podcast at all.
0: What was the first podcast? The uh, this was a, this is only our fourth <laughs> one. I can't remember the <laughs> first podcast.
1: Yeah. We are we are we are so good at what we do. Uh, um,
0: well, what opinions? I can't remember.
1: It like, was the bullpen game. I he, think did he did he have a feeling about that? I th- or was it the test podcast you was talking about? It was one of oh, those yeah, two. Yeah, I think it might have been the test yeah. podcast. Yeah, but.
0: exactly. But. Yeah. Yeah, uh, this was the one, this was the topic that I was really looking forward to and I think I got a lot out and I think I'll probably spill in, uh, you know, some, some other pieces as we go throughout other podcasts, but.
1: And congratulations for making this our longest podcast yet. Oh, was it the longest? We oh, just or, eclipsed an hour. Oh,
0: just, oh, that's right. I, okay. <laughs> okay. So yeah, um. Brian
1: contributed to that too, and it was a pleasure yeah. as always to talk yeah. to you. Got anything else before we close out? Uh, Pitchcock sucks. <laughs> I don't think the Rays are going to get to 117 wins. Mm-hmm. And blueberry cobbler ice cream is awesome. Blueberry
0: cobbler ice cream is awesome. Yeah.
1: So if you stayed with us for
0: that hour and however long, we thank you for that. We thank you for listening to me rant um, along with Kev, and uh, just thank you for listening and comments please we'll post something on instagram about this you know let us know what your thoughts are for the pitch clock um but after that we'll catch you next time